the show. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Film Practice in England. I don't, we don't have like an in space thing. That practice. We're not Woo! in England. So, Shard is it? Sorry to shadow the loop. What? We're not in England. No. We're also Nor not in front we of a live studio audience. Sorry, we kind of sorry, are sorry, today. We've got, we've uh, got can we hear our live studio audience? People? No, it's just a couple of bums. Oh, yeah. Is, well, this is. Off to a yep. terrible start. Starting here with friends of the podcast, Grandpora, uh, in the studio, but not Mike. Anywho, this is episode two of our Harry Potter brackets coming Ooh, at you. What up, what up, what up, what up? Potter, Potter, Potter bracket. Yes, I'm Robbie DeShazer. With me, as always, is Shannon Livewire Widener. Hello, everyone. Do we need Harry Potter names? I was just uh, thinking the same yeah, thing. Uh, Shannon uh, Golden Snitch Widener. Yeah. Harry, did you put the name the Goblet of Fire? Spilliards? Carter? You mean Carter? Eric Carter? Yeah. Carter, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Spilliards, yeah. Uh, Brett, the Sorcerer Stone Johnson. Yeah, hey closest guys. to a rock. Happy to be here. You know. Yes. And uh, what am, I, I can't give myself a pick. Please. Um... Uh, Robbie Albus Severus uh, DeShays. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Albus Brian. Uh, Robbie Albus Severus Percival v- Br- Brian Percival Dumbledore. Wolfric Brian DeShays. DeShays, sure. Or Al for short. No. 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 It's only I'm still the whole a big thing. fan of just Robbie Brian. <laughs> I love that he's, he emphasizes Brian Dumbledore. Yeah. Albus Percival Wolfric Brian, Brian. Dumbledore. So I'm Robbie Albus Percival Wolfric Brian DeShazer. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Perfect. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, last week was episode one, the uh, Sorceress Fracas. This week we got the uh, Chamber of Fracas coming at you. Chamber of what's our topic this week? We are talking about production design. The Chamber of Production Design. Like the chamber. You like open it and it's just like a bunch of like fabric, <laughs> a bunch like, of like concept art, concept art, and like. Like fabrics and styrofoam. styrofoam to be clear, it's, it's not quite a chamber as much pillows, as it is a, an office. Yeah, a closet. Really office like, yeah, a bunch of paint, sw- bunch of paint swatches. But uh, yeah, last week we said goodbye to the Goblet of Practice. So uh, yeah, we got uh, seven movies so, left. This, now we, we still have be... the Sorcerer's Practice, the Chamber of Practice, Prisoner of Practice. Just want to keep going. The Half Blood Practice. The Order of the Practice. The, the Deathly Practices. The Film of Azkaban. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a documentary. It's very nice. It's, it's a wish. prison documentary. It's a prison I, documentary I, I, I about four profit prisons. An Azkaban prisons. prison documentary? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, is Azkaban yeah. for profit? But, no. Somebody's profiting. Probably not. Yeah. The Dementors are making a pretty penny like, off this. Who was like, man, sorry, pr- those, a, a those Dementors, gallium? let's make them in charge of prison. I thought they were just kind of like the guards. Not like in charge. Well, no, they are the guards. But it's like who was like? But they're man. also the is wardens. There but the wardens and they, also the wardens. The they, parole board. They look for people too. <laughs> the parole board. Just a bunch of dementors. <sighs> then, then, then the person, just, the person just faints. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're gonna. So we'll be looking at like uh, what, what, what are we looking like for? Art, art design set. This is kind of all encompassing of how the film looks. So color palette, costumes. Architecture, art, art design, architecture, sure. Yeah, everything but cinematography. Everything but cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Sound, color, Ooh. not sound yeah. either. 
Uh, so I don't give a shit about that. Sight. Sight. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, uh... uh let's get going. Who wants to start with Probably the... start off. I... Yeah, we'll start. Uh, my first pick is the Chamber. Uh, uh, Brett and I were talking about this earlier. While I think there's a big argument for Sword and Stone being the best because it does establish love about Hogwarts, I think that the design of from the bathroom, which <laughs> the cha- the entrance to the chamber is kept to Aragog spiders, uh, Whomping Willows, the oh, yeah, the uh. Ford Angel? What, what is it? What is, what Ford is it? Anglia. Anglia. There we go. Ooh. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's so much going on in that movie. Uh, from like, even the design of the Nimbus 2001, the, the biggest, uh, the most petty uh, showmanship that a Malfoy's ever exhibited in any of these movies. Uh, Freaking Dobby looks fantastic. Like, I, I mean, he's not relative speaking. I'm not necessarily talking about the quality of the effects, yeah. but I, the design of a cool-looking hairless cat called a house elf. Uh, Basilisk, the chamber itself, as well as just you know, areas of Hogwarts. Takes the series staircase with the uh, kind of balcony. Looks down from an asphyxiate. <laughs> Mandrakes. I'm going to keep just naming stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Oh, we get the burrow for the first yeah. time in this one? Yeah, you do. So, oh, yeah. More Weasleys. Uh, a little bit of design differences between uh, old Hogwarts and uh, Tom Riddle's memories mm-hmm. versus current Hogwarts. I, I think um, there's a lot going on. I, I have Chamber of Secrets a little lower. Uh, oh, like four spots lower. Oh, <laughs> hello. Kind of for the reason that you were talking about at the beginning is that, uh, so I have Sorcerer's Stone number one. And it was for the very reason that it so perfectly establishes everything. Um, and it was like, they kind of, na- it was one of those things where they had to nail the design and they just, like fucking nailed it like they hit the nail on the head it was exactly what it needed to be like you enter hogwarts it's magical everything is magical like the grounds you know hagrid's hut even the dursleys and you know number four privet drive like you can feel inside the cupboard all of that and and like all through hogwarts and the great hall and it's just so like golden and warm and loving and it's like great when you see that slowly get more and more devoid as the series goes on and uh uh that random shack that the dursleys go to yeah by the sea right by the sea like what what yeah i always forget that part the threadbare blanket the uh the happy birthday harry cake always thrown off and like i don't remember this part of the movie yeah i I would say every time i watch this movie the fun part about sorcerer's stone versus chamber of secrets (laughs) Is Nocturne Alley versus yeah. Diagon? That's true. Nocturne Alley is pretty cool. Yeah, Diagon. I, I, I like Diagon. Yeah, like the is first it Diagon see... Alley or Diagon Alley, or does it not? 
I don't think it matters. Uh, like it, it doesn't really matter. But Diagon Alley, it was like just the first time you see it, and it's like the just the, the color palette of this film. It's also vivid. And then even like when he's going through the library, like the restricted restricted section, and, and then the book like, that screams, the book that screams, and what? like all of the various like off chambers and, and rooms and stuff. The challenges, so like God. Luffy's chamber, and then the the chess match is just the incredible. Like the design of the every, chess like, match. Every room single time I see that, I'm like, I hope whoever is like designed yeah. that is still getting a whole like, lot. Like it's incredible, and then even like the final room with the Miravera set and the flames like, yeah. and like. And then, like, all the costumes, you've got, like, Pearl and Snape and Dumbledore, and it's lavish, everything. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I, it just, to me, like, the reason that Chamber ends up kind of in the pack is, like, with Sorcerer's Stone, it, I just thought they hit, like, they nailed everything so perfectly. And then with Chamber of Secrets, they didn't, to me at least, do enough to expand on it. Because you see the burrow, and I don't, like, I mean, the bathroom's fine. But the Chamber of Secrets. But is, like, think of, think about that scene when like all the knobs are turning to open. Like, like that's cool, but that's not really like. I don't know if that's it's if that's like expressly like the design of the entire room. It's more like that sequence of like how the gadget works. It's a lot it, yeah. of the bathrooms we see. It's the cool I don't know. I thought the bathroom in Goblet of Fire with the big bubbly oh, bathtub I, was cool. The ba- but well, once again, we're not talking. <laughs> yeah, we're not I'm talking, talking about, about Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Uh, the bathroom the troll is in versus yeah. the... No, yeah, that's true. But, um, I think the two, yeah, the two big points in, in, uh, in Chamber of Secrets that are really cool are the chamber itself, just the design of, like, all the snake heads, and then, like, Salazar Slytherin's face, and then, like, the various tunnels that he runs through, and then the burrow, uh, I think he's really cool. And, but I think overall, that just wasn't enough to, like, match just... Because you have to think, like, how much work went into designing and like getting it right the first time and it was i mean it set such a mold that they could grow up from there and then like my next pick which i'll get to when we're done talking about these to me did the most on expanding what we'd already seen and so that's why it i thought was better yeah. than my chamber of so, we'll, we'll get to that yeah. we'll get to that um so my number one pick was also the sorcerer's stone philosopher's stone um when i think of Harry Potter films that have just an encapsulating look. It begins and ends basically with the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, and for me, it's the little tiny details. Like I was saying earlier, the happy birthday, Harry cake and the mm-hmm. green icing and the, you know, the pink background, um, you know, and the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts yeah. down to the sweaters, so people, down to the clothes. So many people are so adamant, adamant that it's a Christmas movie when it's right. not. But it is not, not a Christmas movie. not. It's, but it's a movie people watch at Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's a Christmas not a Christmas movie. You get the mirror of Erised, mm-hmm. um, which I think is just a stunning, very stunting mirror. Um, prop. Beautiful prop. Very, very beautiful prop. Uh, it just it encapsulates a world uh, that people love to return to, and it's in those tiny little details. And yeah, so for that reason, I put Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Um, yeah, Carter, you covered a lot of ground with that. I, w- I will say, in support, you guys. Mm-hmm. My top three are pretty interchangeable. Yeah. I feel like we're all gonna have yeah. some top three here. I was just like, I was like, when I was making list, I was like, am I just is it, is it basic for a Sorcerer's Stone to be the number one? I was, I was like, worried the same thing, but, but I'm then like, I was like, not really, because it makes everything that it goes from that, there. That was my issue: was do I take you know the awe you get the first time you see the you know 
the moving staircases and weigh it versus like you know, there is it does get points just for like wowing you right out the gate yeah everything it's just to me the most impressive accomplishment was basically the creation of scratch. the entire world from nothing that because everything else is is just building on it a little bit yeah you i mean i i totally agree yeah. with your and my until you until you get to the end and then it's a deconstruction right <laughs> right uh, my number one was the sorcerer's stone uh yeah when i was putting my list together i was like is this basic is this like cop out but i was like not really they were like, getting funding for like, the rest of their like, movies based like, on yeah, how good this for, first like, one yeah, looked. Yeah, exactly that. And, yeah. they just and so, nail it. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I couldn't detach myself from feeling basis. Well, no, I mean, that's a very valid school of thought because I was going through my own list four or five times. And by the way, the, there's so many fluid. I mean, I think the production design, there are elements to be loved in every single film, which is why my numbers are fluctuating all the time. I'm like, dang, do I like this more? Do I like this more? What looks cooler and is more important to the plot? But I mean, you know, you've got your givens in each movie. There's pretty much, with the exception of the last movie, going to be, you know, a Hogwarts. You might have a bathroom scene. There's going to be some really cool creatures, yeah. Quidditches, you know. So, your, your yes. thoughts are validated, Rob. Thank you. Thank you, Shannon. I feel validated. So, by more than simple majority, I sort of deserve to spot. I had uh, here. Okay. So, Go ahead. I this had, is why I was like, this I'll is, argue, but I don't really. This is where I had uh, what I think was perhaps the most or the largest expansion on kind of everything in the world a little bit was Prisoner of Azkaban. Because Prisoner of Azkaban, <clears throat> you really get a feel for like, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out the right word. When you see the sets of Hogwarts in Chamber of Secrets and Sorcerer's Stone, it, you, it's like it's awe-inspiring and, and like magical but there's a certain quality to it that it feels like a set and you don't necessarily feel like you're in a giant castle whereas like in Prisoner of Azkaban you get the exterior shots and like courtyards and like clock tower you, 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 get see, you see like Hagrid's hut in relation to the castle and like how far apart they are the Whomping Willow and you get some establishing shots of the castle that really kind of help to make it feel more cohesive and not like people going from set to set as much as they are going from room to room and I think that on top of that, you get like the Shrieking Shack, Hogsmeade, which are two, you know, yeah. Hogsmeade especially is like a very large, important location that comes up again. And I think that they really kind of captured that very well. The design um, of the Dementors. The Dementors. So, Prisoner of Azkaban is that my number. This yeah. is what I was saying. My top three are pretty. Yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban is my number yeah. two as well because I felt like it does do the best job of like expanding on it because even though when you are in the castle it does like look and has has a different kind of look and feel to it yeah and also robbie and i kind of talked about this a little yeah. bit beforehand this is also the first one where like you see them wearing like street clothes mm-hmm. and they're not wearing like yeah the, like, the school rooms there's a lot more freedom. every second of every day and then like i is, will say something i remember as a kid being pissed about that <laughs> so wrong why and for years it tarnished my for the back to but yeah, you, yeah, it just like builds on like you get to see like the, like the gro- like the ground of mm-hmm. Hogwarts rather than like yep. the castle yep. which is really nice as I've seen before. The design of Buckbeak, I really yep. I really like Buckbeak, like the creature books 
really like that. It's uh, the Leaky Cauldron at the beginning is cool, too. Oh, yeah, the Leaky Cauldron when they go there. Uh, the Night Bus. The Night Bus is cool. Yeah, the Night Bus is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though uh, oh, uh, Lupin turning into yeah. a werewolf, it's, it's like a awesome d- different, like yeah. a different like look on the werewolf. It's kind of like hairless <laughs> and just kind of like something like off about it. Yeah. Then, uh, even though Sirius Black like, just turns into like a dog, it's just the like, just look and like the viciousness of it is really good. The, I always love the Whomping Willow. Yeah. Because like, even though you see it in the Chamber of Secrets, for that sequence, for some reason, it just like, like it looks like older and like more mm-hmm. just like, like hardened in yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban. And just, yeah, I, Prisoner of Azkaban. Number, yeah. number, number two. Well, and this one, it's got like, it's the first film with a little more muted colors. You get that kind of, it's starting to feel darker. Um, I love the Quidditch sequence in the ice and like thunderstorm. Um, oh, with yeah. the mentors, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like one of my favorite Quidditch sequences. Oh, in the, um, uh, sorry. Yeah. But the sequence where they're locking up the door mm-hmm. in the great hall. Oh, yeah. And it just, the, the camera just, just follows it. Just like, like, I mean, you, I you see a all pan, the, yeah. pan up or just like a dolly. But you just up, see all the locks. Like, everything just like coming out. And, Oh yeah, I, I always love that. I yeah. love the great hall where they're all sleeping, and you like see the like the, the swirling galaxies, yeah. the ceiling. Also, like new Dumbledore, and new I know a lot of a lot of people were resistors to <laughs> the Dumbledore. It took me a while to come around to him, um, but I love him now. I love them both in their own ways, and I love this Dumbledore. He's like a younger Dumbledore a little bit, but he still is very wise. Um, his costumes are a little different, uh, a little more uh, manageable, not quite as regal, yeah. um, glowing. Yeah, this. The production design on Prisoner of Azkaban yeah. really does show you between PG and PG-13. Yeah. What, you know, just going a little bit darker, going sure, being able to make bold choices. Uh, it's in my top three. Like I wanted to for a battle. I took my All right, so I'm going to throw a nice little wild card into the mix. Oh. Um, Order of the Phoenix was my number two Ooh, position. Um, I've always been a big fan. And when reading the books, one of my favorite, you know, visuals that I had in my mind was what the Ministry of Magic looked like, what it would look like to either get inside the telephone booth, go straight down to the Ministry of Magic or use the toilets like they did um, in the uh, part one of the Deathly Hallows. But um, what really sticks in my mind and what I've been thinking about all day is just that look of the Department of Mysteries. Mm-hmm. All of that glossy black uh, tile. You've got all of the different prophecies and, you know, just the design. I mean, it's simple, but it looks so elegant. So when they all come crashing down and you've got all that dust um, and weird smoke, fog, ethereal that stuff um, just looks so cool. Um, the design of the very uh, the center of the Ministry of Magic with the enormous statue, statue. crushing yeah. all of the muggles and all of that stuff uh, looks amazing. And then we've got Dolores Umbridge. How much pink so could much you pink. need? But yet it looks well, like a cohesive and claustrophobic and cloying office. And I love up to this point, you've seen four different versions of the Defense Against the Dark Arts room. Yeah. And this one you walk in and you're, you've seen just this like, office before and then it's now all just like the brick is pink. And like all the plates hanging with the cats, with all of the oh, cats. cats. and everything oh. is pink. So Order of the Things was my number three, um, for the same reason of like the or, the the Ministry of Magic to me is the single most impressive set since Hogwarts. Yeah, so like you see Hogwarts, and then you see and like the Ministry of Magic every time it shows up, and like in yeah, Part One and 
even in the Fantastic Beast movies, when it, right, when it which shows is, up, you're like, oh my gosh, it's the Ministry. It looks, it still looks so cool. And it's like, it's one of those things that it just, they, it was another thing, they just nailed it. I like, mean, the sequence where Dumbledore and like, Oh, yeah. Oh. there's all fireplaces. Yeah, fire is and, crazy. Yeah, the green fire, like, for all the blue powder He's networks. <sighs> Yeah, but it's, yeah, everything Umbridge everything. touches, breathes on. Yeah. I love the wall with all of the the proclamations. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the look yes. of it. I love the just the shots of like the empty Great Hall, which is desks, and it's like it's so cold. It's like, <laughs> oh crap, Hogwarts. Nobody likes you any well. Yeah, it's not a very and like the first our first introduction anymore. to the Room of Requirement. Yeah. Which I kind of went back and forth on because originally I was like, ah, oh, requirement. It's you know, there's like, so much possibility. But then I'm like, okay, it's a lot of mirrors and a lot of yeah, like yeah, like the idea of the room of requirement is I really love. cool. But in the Order of the Phoenix, it really is just like a room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's big, not. No, it, it is it, what they require. It's, it's it not is. like a highlight, but I just thought it was cool that okay. that was like one of the things they like. Produced. Yeah, because so, it, it's definitely a highlight in like Half Blood Prince. But yeah, yeah. So uh Let's figure. So everyone's given no, their number two. Yeah, right. Because uh, Carter and I both had as yeah, we both had as so number two. So yeah. by majority. I yeah. 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 Shannon. Oh. Shannon. Order the Phoenix number two. I order the Phoenix number three. I have. Uh, what do you have number three? I have seven part one at number three. Kind of, kind of for like. Uh, no, sorry. But basically, because you see, like, you get London. At, that, that's the one where, like, the Death Eaters come and kind of, like, tear up London a little bit at the beginning, right? No, that's Hepler Prince. Oh, well, never mind. I, I, might, I might have been thinking about the wrong movie the whole time. But, uh, because you. This is the one with the. Oh, Maybe I should have read So. No, here, no just, just give, give me a second. But, uh, it, it was mainly for the the ministry because like it is awesome in order of the phoenix the prophecies and like the battle and then actually seeing it in the daylight like in full swing like like yes this is a place of business and then all, <clears throat> all the flumes the statue that's been changed to be like oppressive and mm-hmm. a fountain and a like whole trial chamber the elevators i don't know i just really love the whole look and the look and feel of the ministry when it's not like the battleground when it's this office. Uh, sorry, I'm totally But then, uh, like Luna, the Lovegood residence is just this mm-hmm. dilapidated place out in the middle of nowhere. And what was, what's Luna's father's name? Xenophilius. Xenophilius just looking, just looks like Doc Brown. Yeah. Back to the Future, Over. he's just a desperate, broken man. You go to Malfoy Manor again. Because, I love Malfoy. Because Manor. when you see Malfoy Manor in the dark, in, in the dark, in the Half Blood Prince, you don't really see it. It's that not in much. the Half Blood Prince. But I thought that was the beginning. No, nope, that's the beginning of Deathly Hallows Part One. Deathly Hallows Part One. Jesus yeah. Christ! It opens. Half Blood Prince is Severus. Yeah, Half Blood Prince is Severus. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was Malfoy Manor. Yeah. Never mind. But uh, you still you get to see Malfoy Manor, the dungeons in there. They apparate to uh, the beach. Albafor. Albafor. Uh, no. Uh, Albafor. Villain. 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 Floor. Yeah. That's Dolly. right. He has the mirror that. Links to Aberforth is that not me? Okay. We yeah, have the beach, Bill and Fleur are. You see the wedding and the 
hollows. I don't know. I just felt like there was a whole lot of stuff in seven part one. That was I love seven part, seven part one. Really it's got awesome. some I, I beautiful have, animation with the oh yeah the, the animation which we we got about that in the last episode. So I had a tough time trying to determine like what was cinematography, what was production design, but then also like the look and feel like everyone's costumes definitely show like I mean physically everyone is aged, but then just like how they're wearing that what they're wearing definitely show like yeah how they've matured how they people and just, oh in the like that quick battle they have in like that coffee shop when they're like mm-hmm. start their journey looking for the horcruxes it's just like this super tiny room they still manage to make it this kinetic sight magic battle yeah I, I always find that so, I have seven part one at number three even though I You have Sorry. Number three is where I had uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, oh, okay. so I would use the spot to advocate Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> I think getting pushed uh, further and further. I was down. gonna say I think we have Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, Shannon, yeah. Had, Shannon had it number two. Order of the Phoenix three. is my number four. So. Okay, so I'm, I'm we're gonna, all in the same general area. So I mean, say your piece about not. it. Well, Chamber of Secrets is really the only outlier. And the one. It's just one that everybody has a lot. Seven part one. No, no, that's no, not. No. Here's the, here's what I'm seeing for myself. I'm going to get to talk about it. Cool. I have next. My move. Do you have anything you want to say about Order of the Phoenix? Order of the Phoenix, I love. I have it at my number four. Um, yeah. Okay, so number three, we're putting Order of the Phoenix. Wait, what yeah. was Shannon's number three? My number three is it's part two of the deathly hallows that's what i have written down and so i saw this very three. interesting we which no you already told us what you know i know Continue. i was reading this really interesting article in architecture digest about the production designs yeah that's right i see right um but no i just surprised i never heard of that oh uh yeah um and Stuart Craig won or was nominated for some for an Oscar for this for his production design on on part two. And I was looking into it, and originally I was like, "Okay, dirt. What, what, what more can you really you know? Got it? There's a lot of dirt in the movie." Then I was thinking about it. And it's like, okay, you've got the design of Gringotts and how how much it's like changed. Look, I mean, look and feel wise from the very first movie to this very last movie. Uh, which I was like, wow, I really, really like that. I think that's very impressive. I mean, you incorporate the chandelier as almost a character in this this little shot, um, and then going down into the cavern crypts to um, uh, Bellatrix Lestrange's vault. Uh, and the vault's really cool. I, yeah, it's a lot of cups and gold things and baubles exploding onto themselves and creating more and more. But I think it's still incredibly impressive not to mention the fact that it just communicates this this sense of like okay claustrophobia and death and getting me out of here so well there we go. looking for a more impressive word than that but um so yeah we got that we got that uh the I'm trying to think of what it's it's the the like stair walkway lifted thing where we see um Lupin uh and character's name Tom? i guess or they're up there at a certain Kingsley? point yeah i think it's Kingsley. yeah um that that whole 
the lifted trapeze kind of look. I don't know how to describe it, like but a, I thought the terrace. I, don't know that I thought like that hmm? like during the battle. Yes. Yeah, they're yes. up in like the parapet. Yeah. There I we thought. go. Uh, extremely impressive, and I think it's a really interesting way of using space, including that you know that dimension of depth. And okay, somebody could easily fall, but they're not. Um. So yes, for all those roundabout reasons, I've got eight. Going through my mind now, I'm like, eh, I could probably put something else here, but I'm sticking with my. I'm not changing anymore. Stick, stick with it, because I have eight. On board, okay. So. Oh, and then the room of requirement. The different yeah. changes, the room of requirement. There's a whole, like, three and a half paragraphs of that article debate, devoted <laughs> to it. And I'm like, well, yeah, for good reason, because you could be piling chair after armchair after, you know, random textbook after whatever into, you know, this meaningless kind of conglomeration of stuff and yet it still looks like everything's handpicked uh to look absolutely perfect and and just the right amount of disheveled so uh that's a room of requirement that's like i don't even recognize i don't want to recognize but it's it's perfect for, for it looks perfect for what they need it to be just this chaotic jumble of stuff for fire flammable materials there we go so yeah eight three word up all right cool uh, real quick, because we we finished talking about it, but I forgot to throw these in there for Prisoner of Azkaban. Trelawney and the Time Turner are also both, like, As someone <laughs> who owns a very nice replica Time Turner, it's a great <laughs> piece. Brett and I were talking about this beforehand, was that, like, to be something that is, A, really cool and integral to the plot, but, like, to take something that you put, that could have easily been turned Oh, that's a time turner. Like that. That's every designer's dream. Yeah. yeah. So they they make it pretty. Yeah. Uh, I love the di- the divination the classroom parts. and the mm. look of draw, like the giant classes, nematops. Yes. But everything in treasure. that in that root in her uh, divination room. Yeah. It's perfect, down to the teacups. Yeah. And the various like silks hanging from the yeah. ceiling. Yeah. And- <laughs> it's it's all, it's very well designed. Yes. We finished talking about it. I was. Yeah. Yeah. You would, would be remiss if it was not. Yeah. So are we on number four now? Number four. We are now on number four because three is Order of the Phoenix. Three yes. is the Order of the Phoenix. Okay. Number four. All I right. said I had. I had seven part two seven number part two. number four because like you get the expansion of Green God. You see more of that you see more of the goblin. You see the dragon down there. Oh in the yeah, vaults. and a much different dragon. Like, it's than a very you would expect. different dragon because it's like you feel sympathy for it because yes. it's like you can tell it's like malnourished and, and abused and, and it's just like oh it's like you're still again this is something i kind of talked to robbie because like you see the dragons in a goblet fire you're like oh fuck the dragon but you see this dragon you're like oh fuck that dragon and so <laughs> yeah. i shouldn't laugh. it's and awful really but the inflection and then, really sold it and then right? everything during the battle of hogwarts like it's, i forget if you see the quidditch field like getting like destroyed and burnt down yeah all the different creatures that are there attacking hogwarts the stone soldiers the Yes, I'm glad you said barrier it. barrier they put over it, that spell that Voldemort casts, like, just fucking annihilate the, that giant bubble, and you see his wand start to drag, and just everything that goes on, like, Nagini looks a lot more deadly, Nagini is a lot more deadly, you have the boathouse, which state fights it, okay. you get the Pensieve, you get the yep. memories, and just, there's, like, there's so much going on, you see Hogwarts crumbling, you go back to the Chamber of Secrets, and you can tell that it's, like, aged, not quite dilapidated, but like there's a lot. There's a bath 
skeleton. It's not the same skeleton. one we've seen in the Chamber of Secrets, exactly. for sure. Like, everything's aged, everything's decrepit, everything's going well. It's just, like, you, you mentioned deconstruction. It's like, yes, that is what this is. Yeah. Like, I really, because, like, like, I felt, for some reason, I feel like ballsy isn't the right word, but just, like, they had to really take a leap to be like, okay, let's destroy everything mm-hmm. and just try to make it look, make it yeah. Unorganized and, and very well orchestrated yeah. chaos. And then, like, yeah, and you you talk about like the fiend fire and the room requirement, but how that fiend fire just like has a look and feel. So like that's not a spell. That's yeah. like they sent me they coming kill us to take that. And just yeah, I just I, I really like look at everything. So yeah. too, so that's to take uh the look of that. I mean, like it or not, that bridge covering the castle mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. like to look at that rumbling and see like the connection between Hogwarts and the rest of the world disintegrating and also I I will say like to deconstruct everything but also at the end ways color palette lighting to make everything look like the appearance of a phoenix rising from the ashes there that I mean even before the epilogue you do get the feeling you know yeah my number four um, is Half-Blood Prince. Uh, I uh, I love a lot of the look of this movie. Um, I think you get it's the whole movie feels very like it feels very kind of desaturated a little bit. Like like you can tell everything kind of like like Hogwarts itself. There's a it's a lot grayer. Like there's a lot of grays in this movie. Tones and like, yeah. oh brother, where are but it's like hit yeah. Prince. <laughs> but it's like the thing with it is that when they use color, then it's like infinitely more powerful. And so it's like I love, I love the how, like I love the train station at the beginning, and like the ads, and you know, the the design of the coffee shop, and then you have like you've got um, the the house that Slughorn is in that's all like destroyed and stuff, and just kind of like he's in that it's he's all dark and gray, but he's the chair. But the chair is like bright blue, yeah. and so when he pokes it, you can like tell it's almost yeah. like in a. It also just looks yeah so out of place. Yeah. And then just like uh, I love the slug club party, um, like with all it's also very like highly decorated, and everyone's wearing like dress robe, and there's a lot of like color and vibrance with it. Um, this is a very funny movie, and I think like a lot of that kind of comes through with the everyone there's a lot of light in it it's like light but it's desaturated so it's like happy and sad at the same time um uh and i just i love the all of that and then a lot of it too is the pensieve like anytime they go through a memory and like just kind of the color of the memory and the design of like the orphanage and you know of of tom riddle discussions with slughorn and then uh you have like a lot of a lot of stuff with like whenever uh harry takes the Felix Felicis and you have like walking just the like the path down you see all how everything once again kind of how everything connects and you see like the walking path down past like the herbology greenhouse and all the way down to Hagrid's hut and you get like aragog looking very kind of like he's dead but it's like he's you get a sense of scale with like him and Hagrid and slughorn and harry and all being there and it's inside of uh Hagrid's hut is a very kind of it's it's always been kind of a warm like welcoming place but it's very kind of somber and sad 
And part of that's too is like what they're discussing in it, but I think the fact that the like the location reflects that in it, um, when they're having the conversation about like the lily and the in the fishbowl. And then on, to really to cap it all off, I love the the design of the cave, going to the cave, how the like everything how the cave looks, the like the inferior, the the boat, the you know the the basin in the middle with the crystal, like everything's crystalline. Because I had it in my in my head a certain way reading the book, but like seeing it on screen, I was like, this is not at all what I had envisioned. But I still love this so much, just because it's so kind of it's very like natural, and it feels it's very kind of brutalist. Um, and then when you get back to Hogwarts, it, this is when it really comes into play because it's like dead of night, everything's like black, and it's like the color of the Avada Kedavra when Dumbledore dies, like the flash of green. And then, you know, him falling through the air and you get like the shimmering of his, his costume in like the twinkling light. And then like, you know, the, the design of like them, like the shot of them with the wands and then how it kind of destroys the dark mark, but just like how the clouds move and, and how that, like, it makes like an art piece almost, um, in the sky. And it's just, there's a lot of things about this movie that I just absolutely love. There's like Quidditch stuff in this movie that's great. You see very kind of like down to earth Quidditch stuff that's not like because a lot of Quidditch before this is just games and this you get like practice and like trainings and tryouts. So you see a lot more of like Quidditch and kind of like oh the this is how, how the and casual like the yeah like this is how like okay. the casual Quidditch people go. Yes, but I don't see how much of that is production design as much as the story choices. Well, it's not story choices. What I'm saying is you see more of like that part of Quidditch that you don't see before. But that's. That's that, they, not designed. I, like, I, like, I, I, because you get it without you get it without all the wrappings. You get them in like their training gear. Like, like I, they've I got kinda, new, they've got new s- outfits. Like, I, I see what both of you guys are saying. I, I think I'm leaning a little more towards Robbie because it really is just kind of like it really is just like without the wrappings, but it's still the same thing. And the costumes are a lot different. And I thought that was cool seeing Ron all yeah. decked out and all the padding and the helmet and everything. And it's like. You don't see like people. Luna's you don't see people lion. wearing that in the Luna's game. Like and so it's like, well, yeah, so that's I, great. And so like, yeah, I, I kind of see. I, I I definitely see your point, Robbie. And so it's like, it is cool, but I don't think it's any like yeah. huge major thing. Like, I mean, yeah, that, 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 that that's, was that's just me. That wasn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. That wasn't like the Quidditch yeah. thing. Wasn't a major thing. But. I will say, half blood print is a lot lower, and a lot of the things you said, I see why you like them a lot of it sounds really story-based to me and a lot of it sounds much more lighting and cinematography than it does production i mean i think like i think this one is really driven by color a lot because it's like the lack of an emphasis when they use it yeah um there's definitely a lot of i was trying not to i was purposely trying not to talk about a lot of like shots of cinematography but you get a lot at the end um but like the Yes, it's a really beautiful scene to watch everyone like lift their wands up and destroys the clouds. But like, that's not so much production design. As I mean, it it's is. it's the it's the art design of the dark mark. Is that the different dark mark than you've seen before? And then like just the it's the the juxtaposition of the light and the dark is a production design choice. And so it's like someone had to design that. It's an effect. And so it's like that's someone that had someone had to design yeah, as a as a piece of art. It, I. What I would say is I don't see why those you know, lighting and juxtaposition may be symbolic choices are like tangible stuff. Uh, kind of entire new segments of the 
Do you understand? Like, yeah. In your well, ranking. Just, to me, to me, it was more of like, so with, with Chamber of Secrets, it to me didn't add enough. Whereas this, See, where I don't like, feel like this adds much at all. Yeah. This to me, it's like, you know, regardless of what you want to talk about, like at the castle, you get a lot of like in the memories, you get a lot of new stuff with the cave. You get a lot of new stuff with like, you don't really get that much. You really don't. I love, I love, I love mean, like, yeah, and, and more power to you. I like that too. Yeah. It's a good sequence, but it really is just a cave with that like bowl in the middle and then people pop out of the water. Like it really is just kind of a cave. Comparing that to like all the new creatures you get, the, like, the new, like the chamber itself being like and just everything you get that does more establishing a world, I don't feel like one cave lighting. You know, Some, something I think you're kind of, or at least I don't think I heard you talk about it was yeah. when a, a Dumbledore is like top, like. Or, I forget if it's Dumbledore talking about, but like you see him in like newspaper with Harry. Yeah, and he's got the ring on his finger, yeah. and his fingers like decay. Yeah, his hands like, like decay from the curse. Yeah, like I, I don't think I heard you talk about that, but no. I, I think that's no, I think that's, that's cool. a really cool choice because like you don't really see like the makeup and like prosthetics mm-hmm. like on like the regular people. You see it like on the creatures, and the goblins, well, and stuff. And you get a lot more of like Dumbledore's office in this one because he's spending a lot more time there. And I love like the different like like the big his like almost kiosk of memories that like shifts and rotates and move as well as these like little moving parts with it with all the like the vials of memories and stuff there's a lot of like really intricate parts of of his office in this that that you don't necessarily see you get a lot of it in like in goblet of fire but we're not talking about that but yeah. uh um, i wish if only this one this one, this one this one would have been like a sweep in this, yeah. this but, one would, uh, like goblet of fire would have been no, yeah two. no it was i was a little upset yeah. Uh, well, but so it's fine. But uh, let's settle on a number. So right. who was? What was everyone's number four then? So I had, was I had seven two, part two, and you had seven part two at number three. I had yeah, and uh, Prisoner of Azkaban uh, was my number four. Okay. So seven Order part, of the Phoenix was my number four. So seven part two would be next, right? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because no one said how Prince yet. We've no. already established Azkaban in order. Of the Phoenix. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it would be seven part two. Number five. Uh, for number five, I have this kind of interchangeable, like, it could be either, but this is, like, I have it tied at Chamber of Secrets in Order of Phoenix. Because, uh, Carter, I feel like you're not really given Chamber of I feel like you're undercutting it a little bit, not yeah. really giving it a fair shake, because, mm-hmm. like, you're kind of like, yeah, it doesn't really add much to Hogwarts, but, like, all of the creatures, like, everything else going on. Every like, creature. Dumbledore's it, office, just, you get your first look at That's true, you do get just, your first look at Dumbledore's office. Like, yeah, that's where you, you brought that up, and it's like, yeah, you see that there when like the like rotating like lift or whatever with the mm-hmm. Phoenix statue, like the design of the Mandrake. The you get that. Yeah, this is the one where the you get that other the other Quidditch match yeah. and Harry breaks his arm and yeah. just how it just, yeah, just straight so, back. I, yeah. Every time I see that, I still just kind of like score yeah. him just a little bit. And then you get the hospital wing again. You get to see a little bit more of it, and she comes out with that bottle of like the bone juice. It looks like. It looks like a bottle, like a sports bottle that like an edgy like elementary schooler would have. Yeah, and just uh, and then just like why they like, why they never made a belly gusher that like exact yeah, a belly gusher. That's what I was thinking of. But then just like everyone's costumes, Gilderoy Lockhart's just his whole deal and his design and his look and everything. Really, you're not really giving it a fair I mean, shape. This is where I have. Favorites. Oh, okay, but uh, 
it's the same place as yours. Yeah, I know, but just like the way you were talking about it, you're like, eh, it doesn't really add much. Well, and it's like, me, but like you, me, you just didn't like you didn't talk about like you. You it seemed like you were focusing on like the castle and how kind of like oh they didn't really expand Hogwarts and it's like no, but they like built up like everything yeah. else. There's so many more creatures in this one, the Cornish pixies and all that. You get more of the books with moving yeah. pictures. Is it which one? I, this, this is I straight up don't remember. It has no bearing on anything, but. Which movie is it where, like, the fat lady's singing, and they're like, this is the password, and she's like, no, I'm singing. And was like, this is the password. O- open up. We want to go inside. What, you, you to um, that's the third one. Is that the third one? Because then they come back, and she's, like, missing. Because That's right. Yeah. She's yeah. like, he's in the cat. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like there's a yeah. lot of real good stuff in Chamber of Secrets. Like, this, because that's the first time you see the Whomping Willow, and I've never seen that. Damn, why do they have trees that kill you? What? Yeah. What, what the hell is this school again and then also order of the phoenix because like, there is so much good stuff at the ministry of yeah. magic that whole battle how, together, how it looks and stuff i i'm fine with chamber secrets yeah. going here order of the phoenix is, is already on order of the phoenix is already there yeah this is where yeah, ron's this is, broken wand this is, is where i good. had this is where i had i mean that's but to uh, see uh, it there for the rest of the t- like the attention yeah, the, to detail. Just the yeah, things the, that they keep the having. Continuity it. with it is really yeah. good, even though it's essentially it is just like a snap. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah, this is yeah, this is where <laughs> I had Chamber of Secrets. Um, and even still, like the design, like the spiders, like part of the forest, I guess. Yeah, their haven. Um, I love the I love the look of that. This is, I mean, we're let me try and 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 describe my my thoughts because it's not it's not like I, an under. I feel like you've given feel. Yeah, I'm just trying not to. I don't want you to think I was like shitting on it because it didn't have enough like that, castle stuff that, that is a little how it came um, across because it's like well here's the thing i love actually the production of all of these movies you, you don't but say. it's the mind it's the it's the minute thing and so with this it was like to me like where it excels is the creature design with with some of the newer things um and then like dumbledore's office and the rotating uh owl uh eagle eagle, thing. eagle? I, thought, I thought it was Phoenix. sort of like is it's Griffin? a bird. It is definitely, it's definitely a bird. On a griffin, then. Uh, I, I just, griffin? Oh, no, it was a griffin. Was it a griffin? I think it is. Um, I, just, right. I just yeah. assumed it was a phoenix, but he Hold has up, the phoenix y'all. up there yeah. in the office. I love right? it. And, yeah. and the Chamber of Secrets itself, uh, I, yeah. I love. And it's, yeah, this one, it's, it's like, those to me are some standouts, but it's like, when you look at the rest of it, it's very consistent with the first one, um, which is why I was like, it, it to me just, like, it has some really stellar add-ons, but it was, for the most part, not really trying to do anything different. Which, like, each subsequent movie, um, as they get progressively darker, tries to do something different. Because it's like, uh, of Azkaban has a lot more, like, like, darker tones, and you get more expansion, and, like, Couple of Fire, and they're not talking about it, adds a lot of new, like, yeah, colors Gob- and stuff. Yeah, with, we've with established Couple of Fire. Yeah, yeah, we gushed about it hard yeah, last yeah. week. Order, Order of the Phoenix has, has like, a little, like, they're all like slightly different in kind of the tone and feel of the school. And to me, this one was like the most consistent, like, cause even though it's arguably the most kind of like dire feeling, cause you're like, Oh, Hogwarts is closing and all of these students are nearly being killed. I still, it's like, it's still so warm that you're like, Oh, but it'll all be okay in the end. And so it, it to me, yeah. it just feels the most consistent and not, it's not like the least unique, if that makes sense um, of its yeah. own. Because it, it feels the most like a continuation of the first one, like yeah. very consistent with that. I can, and I can see what you're saying. And that's that's why I had it lower is because it just didn't stand out on its own as different or yeah. as differently as the rest of them. 
Um, but even then, on top of that, like all the stuff that they add is really good. Yeah, I think the way I thought, but Sorcerer's Stone is great, but Chamber of Secrets was like great plus. Yeah, well, and that's part of like that's part of where I'm at with, and it goes back to the tonal inconsistency of like this is very dire, and like you know all these children are nearly being murdered, and then there's a giant monster in the school, and yet it because it feels so warm and cozy like it did in the first one, you're like, but I feel like everything's gonna be okay because it's all still warm and and homey and so it's it's like that is almost like they could have done with a little bit more muted or a little bit less warm than it was in the first one i think they figured that they figured that out by the third one but it's like to me that almost is like the production design to a detriment of the film itself and so that's where i was kind of like maybe not as much and i can like the marketing of the books are all very similar and like they're all like ooh, fun adventure so like i can understand in the idea of like production we want to keep it fun and light and adventurous. Like, we don't want it to be too scary. Yeah. The PG movie. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Haran came in and was like, we are going to do this right. You know? Yeah. This is, this is a much darker yeah. series than anyone gives credit. But I think set it on the track that it continued quite successfully. Yeah. So, so yeah. Shannon, what did you have at number five? Number five. Uh, I had... Deathly Hollows Part 1 is my number 5 position, and thinking it over again, I'm going, my mind keeps going back to Godric's Hollow, mm-hmm. and not only the design of the graveyard and the way that the tombstones mm-hmm. look in this, you know, the Potter household, the Potter household, but the scene where, okay, we've already established that uh, there's something creepy as hell about this house mm-hmm. um it's the sequence where uh harry jumps into i guess his childhood bedroom well, while he's attacking someone's bedroom. someone's bedroom it looks off because his bedroom's destroyed that's the whole true top, half the house blown off i always associated with him but because it looks neighbor. very similar he just breaks into the neighbor's bedroom yes the neighbor's bedroom uh incredibly creepy. scene is you be <laughs> so 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 jarring um and i think it functions so well to i think that might be the closest well actually hold up there's a lot of scenes in this entire series that it's a very like tread light, which is something you don't get in in any of the films, really. <laughs> Harry Potter uh, used yeah. very, very and it, sparingly, and it has an incredibly it just makes everything feel frantic. Yeah, you're like he's getting and you see that light swinging across yeah. as, as like, shit is going down. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I've got to then, to bolster my and argument. And in in there, like that sequence of build a bag shot, right? Yeah. yeah, like she's just kind of like standing there, just like getting weird, ready to do almost, almost like an Indiana Jones moment is when her face like rolls yeah, back. Yeah, and just the that whole deal and like the design of all that is just kind of like, it's real. Good. It was real good. Uh, the wedding sequence also I thought was mm-hmm. very good, and then um, the Love Goods home looks exactly as I would assume it to be. Yeah, circular I house. Love, I love the silver dough moment the cold moment in the woods and like the dough just once again that kind of juxtaposition of light in the darkness of like the dough and then the ice and seeing the sword like twinkle under the ice at the bottom and then like the design of when he opens the locket and it's like the evil like that evil hurricane like cloud make out cloud make out out cloud thing thing. and they're like glistening kind of like yeah it's sending mannequins almost it's like Cedric's gone. They all became Twilight vampires. Yeah, Twilight yes. vampires almost. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's a very different forest yeah. though than the Hogwarts forest yeah. because it's, yeah. it's so far yeah. removed. And 
I'm trying to think of what else. You've got the sequences where they're moving um, in between uh, like abandoned trailer park. Mm-hmm. Well, in this yeah. one, you get, in this one, you get pretty much the mo- like the best look at Grimmauld Place because you get kind of an introduction to like the kitchen and the the family tree room in uh, Order of the Phoenix. You don't really see it again until this. Until and this, this one, you film. get them like actually walking around. You get like the kitchen again. You get like. There's a piano in there. The pianos like, and the living, like yeah. the living area. You get like Regulus and Sirius bedrooms. Um, so I like seeing a lot more of like Herbal Place. Creature. Creature. You get Creature. And then yeah. also the effect of when Ron gets uh, spilled. Like, spilled. Uh, he's been silched or some uh, kind of something, but after they splinched. aberrate. Splinched. 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 Yeah, I knew, I knew it, was splinched. A, it was a. Like it's not splice. No, like, but this was like the not. look of his like arms, yeah, just, like, like the flesh just, missing. Like, yeah, t- like almost this giant gaping. Yeah, was, like yeah. that every time was like, uh, and then went, and then like dropping the whatever medicine on him, you just see kind of yeah. like, dissolve his get better, get better. Like heal, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Malfoy Manor, of course, but the the mud blood scar mm-hmm. on uh, yeah. Hermione's arm, I was that um, that was probably. One, if I had to condense down yeah. makeup, costuming-wise, that's probably one of my favorite yeah. choices ever made in the series. Um, and there was one other scene I was thinking of pretty prominently. Uh, nope. Uh, I guess it's not coming back to me. But yes, yeah. for all of those, there's so much layer after layer to unpack. I mean, you get a better look at the tent. Uh, yeah, it's a I, much, it's not this glorious say, well, red tapestry-filled... the tent in Goblet of Fire, you get like one shot of Right, it's the yeah, you know. and so this one you actually get to like walk around the tent, and it feels kind of a lot more like close in. Mm-hmm. Tenty, tenty. Right. yeah, I mean, it, does. it feels more like table, really, yeah, it really is just like a camping it's just tent. A giant got, tent. Goblin yeah. Fire is that big like sports, yeah, like, this like is lounging a, around, yeah, like, not quite like a lodge, but like you have like amenities. It feels homey like, like a, a cabin. cabin. That, that's yeah. what it is. Like it's a not feel like a cabin. Yeah, whereas Deathly Hallows, it really is just kind of like here's a tent, here's some things to sleep on. It's like ooh. the forest. You said it like the difference between the Forbidden Forest and Hogwarts. Yeah. of England. I, well, like, I love, there's a difference between like feeling the Forbidden Forest yeah. and Hogwarts feels dangerous, like something. Can well, it, out it doesn't feel like time. a real forest. Yeah. Whereas this one this feels is a isolating. real forest. Yeah. It's like it's it's not scary in the sense of, like oh you know at some point a centaur could grab you. And yeah. Take you. There's this no creatures, like, there's no it's life, just, it's uh, just, yeah. it's isolated. You and death. It's just an empty, it's just an empty You're stuck here and you don't know how to destroy yeah. a horse. Like, yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, and then, the, I was, I remembered it, the beginning with Charity Burbage over yeah. that table, the table itself. Is really cool. Is so cool that, you know, it's this platform for, for Nagini and, uh. I just love the shot of Snape walking through the gate. Oh, yeah. And, like, just the gate, and then you see, like, the mansion, and just the outside of the mansion. Ominous as hell. So this yes, is a real fun shot. Everyone being Harry. Yeah, part oh, one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and it's a very different look for number four perfect drive. I mean, I guess we've seen it before, but well, it still feels with all of the furniture yeah. missing. And even that chase of like going through and like when when Voldemort's getting angry in in the electric like oh yeah the he, electric like, lines rage screen oh, like, yeah. everything yeah. and like you, you see all the snapping wiring and, and stuff snapping yeah. and breaking. But it's just like seeing that and like he races through the tunnel. Um, yeah. on the on the uh, motorcycle, and so it's like the just seeing kind of the the wizard and Muggle world 
interact even more. Uh, yep. Then so part min- one, that was my that was my five position. Then the ministry. Oh, the ministry. The yes, ministry. we go mentioned, back to We mentioned that before. Yeah, I yes, because I had this at number three. So number five, so, I will. Ah, uh, my number five was uh, Deathly Alice Part Two, which became our number okay. four. So I will give once again my vote to the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> All right, so just you keep Chamber, moving it wait, down. So you had Chamber of Secrets one. Brett and I both had Chamber of Secrets five. Well, regardless, of that five. But then yes. I had I had seven part one at number three. He had seven part one at three, and she had seven part one at five. So I would think, average wise, I think Chamber of Secrets and then seven part yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so part one, which was what, where, which is where I had it. The only thing that ended yeah. up where I had it. So part I had. One, yeah, I was gonna say I six. had. I had Deathly Hallows Part Two next, and then I had Deathly Hallows Death Part One next, and then Deathly Hallows Part Two last. Um, and I just had it last because, to me, it was like, like it was it was cool to see everything destroyed, but it didn't add enough to it for me. Like it, that one I would be more like like it's it's cool to see everything destroyed, but it's like even like even the Chamber of Secrets, exactly the same as it was just with a basilisk skeleton now instead of an actual basilisk, and so it it had the least. There's also a kiss. There's also a kiss. Yeah, yeah, but it, it to me had the least amount of new stuff because like the rumor of Cryment you had seen with all the room of hidden things in Half the Prince. Nudes, it did have the most nude stuff. Wow. Um, but yeah, I had yeah, I had Deathly Hallows Part Two last just uh just because it was yeah. I think it it did the least like as cool as it was from like a cinematic perspective to see like the deconstruction of everything they hold dear. Um in terms of design wise, I was like, this is I mean, destroying everything. Uh, organized. See, and that, that's kind of like I, I kind of feel like have friends didn't really add a whole lot like yes well every like color and the color palette and how they did that was different and nice there's essentially essentially it's kind of like i felt there wasn't anything like new going on and while when they did find slughorn that sequence was cool and how they played around with things there that was nice and all but again like there just i felt like there wasn't really a whole lot added there wasn't a whole lot of new stuff going on did you get like well i mean I think the design of the orphanage is spectacular. Uh, and that whole, like, him talking to Tom Riddle, like, little Tom Riddle at the room, and, like, like the young Dumbledore outfit and get up, and, you know, it's young, a, young a Voldemort. picture of, of where yeah. they will be going later, and then I think, is that, is also the film where there's the Daniel Radcliffe Equus poster in the very back of, no, no, that that's probably, I think that's part one. Yeah. But yeah, and it's like this is the your first look at the room of hidden things, which plays a major part in in Deathly Hallows Part Two. But you see it first in this one, and you get the design of like all of the things going in all different directions. Um, and and yeah, and I love the cave. I mean, that's kind of a y'all y'all don't love the cave as much as I do, but I love the cave. Like, um, it it looks really cool. Just not do it. Like, because to me, here's where my argument with you came. Yeah, literally. My, you had my last one above my number one. So yeah. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, in my head, like, no, I need to tell you what. It's a cool game. Yeah. I, I don't want you to think I don't. 
No, but I think there's, I mean, there's more to it than that, though, is what I think. And you get like, yeah, I don't know. I felt like a lot. I felt like if we were talking cinematography, then I mean, like, this one objectively has the best cinematography. It was the only one nominated for an Academy Award for cinematography. But like, <laughs> yeah. So like, but, I, I felt like a lot of it, like a lot of what made it really good was yeah. the cinematography, but like actual like production, production design wide, it was like felt like there's something different and unique that adds on everything in each movie either a little or a lot better that have friends because like yeah like all that I can really think have friends is like yeah it's different colors that's about it those are my thoughts alright um, it I wasn't actually, my number one yeah um, <laughs> it was like halfway in yeah Half-Blood Prince I'm not that not... broken up I thought it was like your number three or something. No, it was my number four or five. I kept going back and forth on, on, because it was hanging out at the bottom tier. I already knew that. I'm like, okay, when I think of Half-Blood Prince, I think of a lot of things, but production design is maybe not the first thing I jump to. Um, But I actually, it was between Half-Blood Prince and Chamber of Secrets for me. Uh, Sorry, Robbie. Uh, The thing with Chamber of Secrets for me. Neville Longbottom, I'll fight you. I'll fight you. Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber of Secrets is is pretty badass. There's no getting around that. It is pretty much the centerpiece of this film. It, title, design, everything. The rest of the film, though, I am like, okay, we've got a really cool Ford Anglia. We've got the first Whomping Willow big shot. Uh, we've got the Burrow, which is cool, but it's also, I mean, it doesn't stick out to me enough to be like, yeah. Um... You, and, know, you mean the cool ass clock that shows you where everyone is doesn't get you? No, but hands washing himself. This is coming from the same guy whose fav- one of his favorite movies is Back to the Future. So you have a thing for clocks, I'm assuming. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, that's that's. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I hadn't uh, thought of this. That, that's You're Robbie's blowing my for fucking the... mind right that's now. Exactly that's exactly what I was I don't like it. That's Robbie's nickname for the rest of the season. Robbie's thing for clocks, Shazer. Robbie's thing for clocks, Shazer. Um, all in good fun, of course. But, uh, yeah, but Chamber of Secrets, and to be fair, I probably need to check my own thought, check your privilege. I need to, Chamber of Secrets never sticks out. It was never one of my favorite movies in general, so it was more of a stretch to be like, okay, I need to, you know, look at this objectively. Don't, don't, don't put your own thoughts on this movie and the fact that it feels like, you know, okay, I've got one, I gotta get through two to three. Because um, there is a lot of beautiful stuff in this film. Of course, we talk about all the creatures and stuff like that. Um, but I had it last because the Half-Blood Prince was really the Vanishing Cabinet, another green apple for evil, misconstrued people that aren't as evil as they actually are. Looking at you, you get, Hector Barbosa. You get a lot more Borgen and Burks. Yeah, you get a lot of Borgen and Burks. And um, I'm also thinking of like the Sectum Sempra bathroom mm-hmm. sequence where we, it's like the first and only time we see the men's bathroom in yep. any of the Harry Potter films. Uh, and all of the the choice of of water. You're right. Mostly a giant bathtub. It's just a. I'm guessing it's just some bathtub. large communal bathtub. Oh, very that, lavish. That scene in general was Luxurious. why Goblet of Fire would have won. <laughs> just, I love the design of that bathtub. Fantastic bathtub. Just, like, and all, all of the, the soaps, different the, soaps, the different color soaps sh- that go down in the and tears. All moving stained glass yeah. windows. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dumbledore's observation tower, though, which yeah, the, the astronomy, astronomy tower. tower. 
um, in the, the way that space is, you see, that's probably going more into the cinematography, though. Um, I like the cave. I'll throw some love to the cave. I like the cave a lot. I like the cave. There's I like the creepy ass light, hands light, that are, you know. Because it's not like, because like the design of the, the Inferi. Yeah, like the design of the Inferi, because they're like zombies, but like worse zombies. And they're not even the like, they don't even look like humans. Um, but yeah, I just, and like the boat that they have, it's very kind of underworld, like mythological looking boat, like a Karen river sticks kind of thing right um and it feels yeah it feels very kind of the expensive ancient. however three month long shot it took to get dumbledore's yeah the giant the the, the fire the fire swirling um i also like really like the design of the potions uh mm. classroom because i'm you just get it from like a different angle right right and it's not this shut in you know feeling place because of Snape's absence, I suppose. Um, I've always always been a big fan of that sequence. Uh, the design of the books. I mean, I'm just trying to get everything out before we yeah. have to say goodbye. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, the design of the orphanage too. Fire and a cabinet. Say, the orphanage is cool. Like just the exterior of the orphanage, like the design of it with the the large gate and like all mm-hmm. that stuff. And just yeah, like double young Dumbledore in his purple suit. His costume is very in line with what I would think. Young, I could see Jude Law wearing that yeah but i could also see michael gambon wearing i wonder that, if they'll but. bring in young or if they'll bring michael gambon and then dh him or if they'll just make jude law look like look like the him. young michael gambon in that or if they'll just ignore it altogether. that would well, be really interesting to see how they do that continuity but yeah but okay that's all i gotta say about half blood prince alas that is where it falls to give you an idea to give you a rundown of our final list for this episode at number one we have our winner this week the sorcerer's stone followed by number two, The Prisoner of Azkaban, number three, The Order of the Phoenix, number four, The Deathly Hallows Part Two, number five, Cherry Chamber of Secrets, number six, Deathly Hallows Part One, and number seven, and, un- and unfortunately, heading home this week, uh, getting bloodless. touched by a child in a chamber and turning into ash, uh, half Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. And good riddance. <laughs> Like all of these movies are good. So all of these would be painful. <laughs> Not um, all of these are my favorites, but <laughs> that I do one that one like was definitely I do like all of them. That one yeah, that one definitely hurt me more. Apple Prince has always kind of been my least favorite. I don't know, I'm yeah. feeling pretty good. <laughs> I'm, yeah, so I'm, not, I'm, not that. Like I'm not that mean spirit. It's, it's the one I probably rewatched the least. That's maybe the one I've seen the most. Yeah, yeah, it's that's that's definitely, it's definitely the one I've seen the least. I've seen that movie a lot. A lot. See, I have and a uh, Disney Channel used to play Chamber of Secrets. Because I think I've seen, I think I saw Apple Prince in the theater the most. I think I saw it four or five times in the theater. I think the only one I saw and more then, than once in the theater was Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Part two, I didn't even see twice. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see saw, it twice. I, once was quite enough. For I only me. I saw it see, once. I didn't even see part two in the theater. So right. I saw it on DVD. Yeah, I saw part two <laughs> once. And I saw part one once, but yeah, I saw I saw, I saw Half Blood Prince four or five times. That's a lot of time. Not as a lot. I, love, re- I really liked it. It's a lot of blood. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that's going to yeah. do it for us here on uh, Film Practice for this week. Join us next week when we will have more riveting discussion about Harry Potter. <laughs> a riveting. Maybe it will be riveting. Maybe it won't be. Who knows? You watch and uh, decide. See for yourself. 
And, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's go around and do our recommendations and get out of here. <laughs> good. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm right, good. Robbie, why don't you start us off? I don't have one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have thought. Uh, anyway. Yes. Uh, this week, or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Robbie and on uh, Letterbox at Robbie five two zero eight. I post about movies and other stuff. I you know. If you follow me close enough, you can see any tweet I uh, send out. A tweet I don't think it's actually funny about ten. So have fun with that. This week, I'm going to recommend uh, 2002's uh, 2002 movie. Starring the fantastic cast of Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gell- uh, Gellar, <laughs> Linda Cardellini, and the all-powerful Matthew Lillard playing Shaggy, uh, Scooby-Doo. Uh, it, it's a it's yeah. a fun watch. You're, you're, <laughs> also, be- you're better than this, Robbie. But I love the meme so much. You're, but you're better. I have other picks I could go for, but I this is topical. So. Okay. Shaggy is all-powerful. <laughs> Whatever. Um, not in that movie, he's not. Yes, he anyway, moving on. Janet. Alright, so this week I'm going to be recommending a trailer. Um, oh. But yes, because I actually <laughs> haven't okay? haven't been uh, seeing be, as many movies for pleasure right at the moment. Could but be anything. Really could be anything. Um, but first of all, you can find me on Letterboxd at Zed's Dead 5. That's Z-E-D-D-S like the beloved electronic dj not Where zed is he from? he's no he's scandinavian i think we'll... he's a russian german record producer sure it sounds pretty scandinavian to me um <laughs> not so, scandinavian but okay extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile go ahead and give it a watch it's uh it's a pretty polarizing trailer um i think it's interesting uh i like the already off the bat really like the music being utilized um so yeah give it a watch it's uh you'll have some thoughts definitely and then one film that i definitely want to watch and need to watch and i'm excited to watch is uh cold war which mm-hmm. is um apparently really good uh on prime video i think it's on prime video uh but it came out in 2018 uh let's see Yes, about a man and a woman I meeting it, in the I ruins of original. post-war Poland. With vastly different backgrounds and temperaments, they are a fatal mismatch and yet drawn to each other. I'm sorry, what was coming to Prime Cold on March War? No, the trailer? Uh, the okay. trailer, extremely wicked, shockingly vile, evil and vile. So yeah, um, let me know what you, what you think about it, I guess. So uh, if you've seen it already, theaters. it's uh, supposed to be really good. So, yeah. The, um... The extremely vile, shocking, evil, shock, wicked. shocking, evil, wicked, extremely vile, no good, very close. bad day. Um, <laughs> I was Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. I, uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I think it looks good. I heard stuff coming out of Sundance that's like that kind of best performance ever. So. Not High School Musical two. I'm, I'm, in high school musical three, I'm curious to see it. High School Musical, musical three. The best High School Musical there. Two I think will it's always like, get me, but one, but continue. No, yeah, I was just like, the, of part, of, part of the, yeah, part of the controversy with it, part of it to me is like, trailers have to sell movies, so it's like, what they were doing was selling that movie. Yeah, they want people <laughs> yes. to see it. And so it's like, they're movies making are it, they're making, they don't make themselves. Yeah, they're making it very rock and roll, but I think their idea is that that will get more people in. Also, than, getting Twitter talking. Yeah. 
is going to get more people to see it anyway. So I, yeah, I don't think it's, I think it's more of a manufactured controversy than the movie itself. The best kind need, of controversy. Yeah, we need to, we need to wait and see the movie before we judge it yeah. for what it is. But, uh, I'm recommending, um, I'm actually recommending and I'm recommending two things technically. You can find me on Twitter at CSBillers, like drop, uh, kill something yard and NS. Um, this week I'm recommending, I'm not recommending, but also recommending the new movie Serenity. Uh, with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. It is atrocious. It's an atrocity um, uh, of cinema. It is horrid um, and so many other adjectives. But uh, I have to say it is, damn it if it's not entertaining. Um, it's got a whack twist, like so whack. Um, it's, it's got a lot. So if you like, like movies that are so bad they're good or so bad they're at least entertaining, go watch, go watch Serenity. But also don't. Don't waste your money on it. Please don't. Um, Please illegally download Serenity. No, one, two, three, uh, don't do that. No, do don't, don't do that. that. We don't condone that. It was we more like not. a wait, wait for it to be on HBO in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, two but my, weeks? My, I mean, it's one of those movies that if it showed up on HBO in two weeks, I wouldn't be surprised. Huh? But uh, my actual... I just thought you yeah. knew something I didn't. No, my <laughs> actual recommendation is... Um, uh, I'm doing... Throwing, it's a throwback. Throwback to the 90s. Uh, Star Trek... Voyager, um, my favorite of the Star Trek series, uh, following the chronicles of Captain Catherine Janeway and the, uh, the uh, USS uh, Voyager. And uh, they're stuck in the Delta Quadrant, which is the other side of the galaxy, and they have to get back. It takes seven seasons, um, but it's very good. I like it a lot. Um, I like my favorite Star Trek series. Uh, they are constantly facing new aliens, aliens we've never seen before and are totally unfamiliar with, um, which is why I think I like it more than like Next Generation. Um, and it's got a very uh, diverse and uh, also more than some of the other Star Trek. So I, uh, yeah, very much love it. So go check it out if you get the chance. Only 90s starters from You can find me on Twitter and Snapchat at RetJHN as number one. Uh, yeah, my recommendation this week is going to be 26. American Fable, directed by Anne Hamilton. Uh, a little, little lesser known, I guess. A uh, thriller film. It's a pretty good, like, like a modern fable about like, uh, like the big helping the small, or vice versa, and like they like kind of like take a couple of Aesop's fables and kind of like put like a modern twist on them. Like, there's like the lion in the mouse, the scorpion in the frog, and kind of stuff like that, but kind of like take it and spin it to take place in this uh, small this like small family in this farm somewhere in uh, somewhere in like the American uh, Midwest. This uh, little 11 year old girl Gertrude finds this man locked up in her family's old abandoned grain silo. And it's kind of about like does she, be, does she friend this guy and trust him or does she uh, remain loyal to her family and it's kind of finding out about things and like should, do you rise above your station or do you go with your nature it, it was a good watch it was a nice little watch yeah got uh Richard Chip from Lincoln. sure <laughs> I mean I just started I just pulled up the Wikipedia page and was like oh I recognize the name in <laughs> but uh I watched it last week it's on Netflix so if you wanna check it out yeah. it's on Netflix right now so uh, yeah American Paper there we there you have it. Uh, this has been another exciting episode of Film Brackets. 
join us again next week when we will continue ranking Harry Potter movies. Yep. Talking about more one through six agree. this time. So enjoy yeah. enjoy your week off, and I'll talk to you again next week. Wingardium Livio. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Film Fracas. We know there are a lot of shows on the web, and we're so glad you took the time to listen to ours. Thank you to Carter Spilliards, Brett Johnson, and Shannon Widener for helping to write and produce each episode. Please consider giving us a five-star rating wherever you listen. It really does help get the word out about the show. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Film Fracas. Once again, thank you for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode.